0: Well, hey there, welcome to an episode of Bill Selleck Talks. My name is Bill Selleck, this is me talking. I have been stuck for a while on the idea and the power of co-creation. My goodness, co-creation, if I could pick like one thing that schools could just knock out of the park, that's a baseball metaphor right there, uh, but don't, or that professional learning could build capacity in, but rarely does. Or if it does, it's not uh, one of the intentionally named outcomes of our time together. Being able to create a thing with a group of people, I think, is so, 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 so powerful. Now, I've been working with Amy Giles, leadership coach. Check her out. She's phenomenal. If you're ever wondering, like, what's leadership coaching, Google her name, check it out. I've talked about her before. I will continue to one thing that has emerged in our time together is that co-creation is one of my core values. It's like a critical part of who I am. And it's not just let's make a thing together. Um, like a good non-example of this is we're doing our back to school employee meeting. Um, we're going to do some cool stuff in like downtown San Jose. So bill, you take care of this. Uh, You know, historically, like I I tend to lead like the unconference, kind of the EdCamp style of learning. Um, You know, someone else is going to take care of this section of it. This person is going to book this person. Uh, Everybody kind of has their tasks. And then we put on a thing and people are like, that was a great thing. For me, that is a non-example of co-creation. That's that's a great, that's actually a really good day of professional learning, um, but not of co-creation. So co-creation, I think part of why this is like buried deep into my soul is because I played music professionally for a while and there's something magical, something like I think magical is actually the right way to say it. People say it a lot um, as though like, Oh, what a magical time. But like, truly like there's like a magic to me being a bass player playing bass and whatever it sounds fine. But then I get in a room or on a stage, you add a drummer, a guitarist, and a singer, and that could be just three people. And suddenly you have music. You have like a whole song, you have a whole band. And so it's it's this idea that, and you've heard versions of it, you know, like the sum of its parts, um, but truly like playing bass while you're doing that live in a band is so different than just playing bass on your own or really playing any instrument. And there's value in, in all of that on its own. But there's really something, and I I use this word intentionally, there's something like magical about creating music live that just, like, I don't understand how suddenly it's just like, this is a song that you hear. I'm like, I'm just playing the same things I play. I practiced alone in my room and played the thing. But then we all come together and suddenly like we're making a thing bigger. I was talking with a parent, Brian. Um, We actually have some of our kids overlap in a couple different grades, like at a, a parent event, uh, you know, like having some coffee chatting and, uh, and found out like I've, I've seen this guy for years. Uh, our oldest are in the same grade. I think like there's, anyway, there's a lot of overlap. Uh, I never knew he used to play music professionally. He was in the band Kinch and they, they kind of owned Phoenix, Arizona for quite a while. Um, kind of grew up touring, opening for Jamie world like legit rock band and uh and we were talking the way he described it brian talked about this hive mind that like when you're in a room with people and you're like super focused on a thing suddenly like there's this communication that happens that's unspoken um you know like a a hive of bees but then also like there's this thing that gets created that that can't exist in isolation Um, you know, and we see this with behaviors in, in colony animals, um, bees come to mind, ants come to mind, you know, like how do the ants know that like, you're going to get food and you're going to be the ant bridge that other ants will walk over. You can tell I'm not a scientist professionally. We're all scientists in our own way. Uh, but everyone has like their own tasks and suddenly you put it together and there's this incredibly complex colony that exists and i think a similar thing happens when bands that are really good do this with live music and i think this is actually the draw of l- watching live music like when there's a band just like at the top of their game when you're there there's there's like this experience that that you like you can't put your finger on and i think that's it's that truly like magical thing of like there's 3 to 5 or 10 random people on the stage and they play and suddenly bam we have music you know thousands of these ants and suddenly we have a colony with all these really complex parts and i don't think we can understate how valuable this can be for our students the idea that we can create these experiences where it's not like bobby you've got slide one susie has slide two why do we say bobby and susie it's like a very like white normative (laughs) name for naming kids, uh, different names, whatever, kid one, kid two, um, you have slide one, you have slide two, kid three, you have slide three. Um, that's not co-creation it's like dividing the work. That's the jigsaw, which, which is fine, but it doesn't get us to creating together where you actually need to build a thing where like if the other person doesn't show up at their best, your thing doesn't really work. And it doesn't need to be a play or a song or a movie. But like what are those things where you can actually create opportunities for kids to build a thing together and to really rely on each other? You know we keep talking about like the 4 Cs, right? Um how do we actually get that collaboration and communication in a way where it's not well you do whatever you're going to do, I'm going to do slide 3. And it's not just we have to do more group projects. Because then you're always going to have the kid, and I was that kid, who was like, well, I have to get an A, so I'm going to do all the work if I have to, and there's going to be the kid who doesn't do the work. But how do we structure things? And I don't have the answer, but I think the right question is how do we structure a thing where a kid can't be the kid who doesn't do any of the work in a group, and there's a kid who does all the work? How do we do it in a way where, like, we all have to come together, do a thing together, and then, like, this kind of magical, like... Bigger than the sum of its parts things emerge. I think that's the question. I think that's the point of this podcast. Like how do we set up opportunities for co-creation? For let's build a thing together. And you know, to a lesser extent, it's me sharing stuff on this podcast and giving away all the thoughts and all the ideas. And then you take it, you chew on it, you share it back out. And then suddenly my ideas are better. And now they're your ideas and now they're our ideas and now everyone's doing that, and suddenly we all have the thing and we're all sharing the thing. I think that's part of it to some extent. I think that that's a way we can do that with students, certainly with adult learning, sharing what we're doing, sharing what we're thinking, and then trying to build on each other. Um, I think for a while this is why there was a, a real surge in like improv games, in adult learning meetings, in employee meetings, in admin meetings. We're going to play a game because at its heart, an improv game builds on what someone else is doing. It's not, I'm gonna do my thing and you're gonna do your thing and sometimes it works. (laughs) No, no, no. It's, I'm gonna do my thing and your thing changes my thing. And then my thing changes your thing. And if we're really focused on it and actually good at improv, which for I think educators isn't the point, but if we're really good at it, suddenly it's this magical like greater than the sum of its parts thing. Um, Anyway, I think there's lots of potential, but I think the real question is, how do we create opportunities for learners around us to co-create. Right? <laughs> That's the question. I got to head off to carpool duty, so I'm going to wrap things up here. Thanks for listening. My name is Bill Selick. This has been me talking.